Welcome to the Claudio Rosano Show on ClaudioRosano.com, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Claudio will be speaking to sports legends from the 70s, 80s, and 90s about their careers, business, and what they're doing now. He will also hold roundtable discussions with some old friends about trending topics in the world of sports. And now, here's Claudio. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Claudio Ralsano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. As always, I want to thank Rick Mitchell for the introductions and my fantastic producer, Adam Zalouf, who I could not do the show without Adam for sure. Today's guest is the co-founder and the host of his own podcast, The Biz Dojo, but he does and has done much more than that uh, for sure. So uh, definitely want to talk about that, his love of sports and how sports uh, has helped him in his personal life and maybe even his business life as well. We'll talk about his career and his life, and that is Seth Anderson. Seth, thank you so much for being on the show today. Pleasure's all mine. Thank, thanks for having me today, Claudio. Excited. All right. All right. Well, first, Seth, let's uh, let's get to it. Tell us a little bit about your background, uh, where you're from, where you grew up, and and where you live now. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm living in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, uh, so in the Great White North, and I grew up uh, across uh, all of Western Canada. I would say we uh, I, I was born in uh, in the Edmonton area, and, and then we moved around quite a bit. So all through uh, British Columbia and Alberta, I've lived in you know I, I like to say every small town uh, that there is, from the northern tip uh, all the way down to the the southern reaches. So uh, moved around quite a bit as a kid. Um, oldest of, of five. Uh, and so pretty big family growing up there and uh, uh, yeah how I ended up in Calgary is uh, you know I'd, I'd been living in uh, northeast Alberta for quite some time in a, in a town called Wainwright which I'm sure we'll get into in the podcast uh, where I had uh, uh, had an opportunity to be GM of a, a junior hockey team there for a few years and uh, translated that or, or took some of the skills that I learned in that opportunity uh, into the corporate uh, career and, and I've been working uh in a, in a corporate in the telecommunications industry uh, for about the last uh, 10 years and, and the last five years uh, took me down into the Calgary area where I currently am with my, my wife, Caitlin, and our, and our two kids. Now, let's go back. Uh, as a kid, I'm always interested to hear how people or what they were thinking when they were 8, 9, 10, 12 years old. I, every, the fans know of our show that uh, things hit me August 19th, 1973. I was 8 years old. I knew what I, did, what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. What did you want to do when you were, say, 8, 9 years old? Did you have any goals, dreams? And, and can you check mark any of those? It's funny. I, I talk about my first sports memory uh, quite a bit, and it's uh, the Joe Carter home run. Uh, oh yeah, Blue Jays to win the World Series. Yeah, yeah. I I think I was seven when that happened, and I just remember my dad. He wasn't a very tall man, and I remember him jumping so high that his head like pretty much hit the roof, as far as I could tell. And I was like, holy, like this, this is something. This sports, I, I didn't really know what it was at that point. Right. And so I was I was kind of hooked from that point. And uh, I would say, you know, a lot of kids grow up, and, and I've actually talked about this on my podcast quite a bit. A lot of kids grow up, you know, wanting to play in the NHL, especially being from the part of the world that I'm from. And, and that was sure. definitely something that, you know, I, I somewhat aspired to. But I, ever since I was probably eight, nine, ten years old, I wanted to be the GM of, of an NHL team. Um, wow. So my mom will joke quite often that, you know, other kids would be out there, you know, shooting pucks on the net and that kind of stuff. And I'd be out there with my list uh, building <laughs> Trying to organize it, right. 
um, so that that's always been a passion of mine and um, is, is team building and like I said, I did get an opportunity to do some of that in, in my later years. But if I, if I look back, um, and, it, and it wasn't just hockey, you know, I'm, I'm a big baseball, basketball, uh, hockey, football fan. And I remember, you know, being out in the yard in the summertime and I'd be throwing up the ball to myself and yeah, I'd have yeah. uh, rosters all drawn out with like Ken Griffey Jr. And wow. yeah, that was definitely my style. You know, it's funny you say that because uh, my friends and I talk about that all the time. We, I know me personally in the wintertime. Uh, in my room, I would I have a ton of baseball cards, so I would just pick teams. I'd get nine guys. didn't matter where they were from or anything with teams. I just It was that team versus this team. And somehow back then with only uh, two games on a week, we would have the Pirate games on during the week and on a weekend, maybe another Pirate game or a game of the week. So we didn't really get to see all these players, and they didn't have the highlights and games as they do now. But somehow I knew how all these guys used to bat and we used to mimic them. And um, man, that was special. And, and it sounds like it was special for you as well. But whenever you said that you wanted to uh, be a GM, when you did become a GM, did you ever look back uh, maybe one night at the office when you were by yourself and say, man, I used to pretend to do this. Now here I am doing this. Yeah, um, definitely. And I think it, you know, just looking back on it now, um, I had no business. I had no qualifications to become a GM. Um, I was like the ultimate armchair GM, I would say, mm-hmm. you know, I, I watched a lot of sports and I'd be like, Oh, I would do that. And I do this. And uh, my, my youth sports, time wasn't the greatest I you know I played hockey for a few years and I'll be honest it, it wasn't great and I ended up quitting when I was pretty young so I, I kind of when I when I had the opportunity I think it was more of a case of they didn't have anybody else to do it if that makes it oh, you know it was okay. it was a local what's that no that's okay what do they call that the um you win by default that's okay you got the opportunity <laughs> yeah yeah so they didn't really have anyone else to do it and I grew up in a, you know, I spent a few of my, my younger years in Kamloops, BC, and, and they had the, the Kamloops Blazers, which was a, an organization at the time. Uh, they, they probably had a 10-year run, but particularly when I was probably in that 8, 9, 10 age that we were talking about, they won uh, three Memorial Cups in four years, and they were just a real powerhouse in the junior hockey circuit. So, you know, when I got the opportunity to, to take on the GM gig with the Bisons, that was sort of the first thing and that I thought is I want to create in Wainwright what we what was going on in Kamloops and it, it was a different tier like it was you know we're down a couple of tiers versus that but my feeling was you know we we just because it was down a couple of tiers in terms of level didn't mean we couldn't be the best at the tier that we were at and so you know when you when you say do you ever kind of look back and, and there was a moment when you're like wow I'm doing this really it kind of came together that second year uh, we, we got the opportunity to host provincials, which I had kind of put together the bid for. We started working with uh, junior A teams to bring in uh, players that were maybe at a little bit higher level um, and, and not even higher level, but they were playing for something like they were coming back to develop with the hopes of, you know, pursuing their career, which, which hadn't maybe been the, how the organized had, organization had ran up to that point. And so Definitely that second year, we won organization of the year. We hosted provincials. We had, we had a lot of really good things going on. And I do remember sort of, you know, as the season was kind of coming to a close, just looking around and seeing the stands full and everybody getting really excited about it, that it was, uh, that was a pretty special feeling and definitely felt like I was, I was on to something. Right. 
Now, who were some of the role models that you had as a kid and maybe even now? Yeah, I, th- I think about this on the sports side of things, um, especially. And, and it's been interesting because I've been able to, to take a lot of what I've learned from sports and apply it to business. I would say, you know, what I did with the Bisons and, and the mentors that I looked up to there really helped me uh, sort of learn who I was as a leader and, and learn how to run a business, to be honest, because I, I think that's the biggest part that I underestimated when I was getting into to sports or when I said I wanted to be a general manager. I don't think I really had any comprehension of all of the the business stuff that goes into that and all the behind the scenes stuff. So really a lot of uh, admiration, ad, admiration for those that, especially at the, the junior levels who, who make those things come to life. Um, you know, if I think back to that time, you know, nobody on the show is going to necessarily know them, but there was a couple of folks who were sort of uh, around the organization for a long time that had played and, and knew what good looked like from, from years past. And, and so like Chris Pfister and Jerry Foley, there was, there were some people that really believed in me as a young leader that, that helped me kind of grow. I, I think if I look at it from a, you know, executives or leaders that I really look up to or what I really admire in a leader, you know, a, a player that comes to mind from, from years past is like Steve Nash, oh, sure. um, basketball player, MVP, Canadian, you know, small coach of the Nets now. From, yeah coaching the nets from from vancouver sort of all the the cards stacked against him wasn't a heavily recruited into the nba and ended up having you know a hall of fame career two mvp seasons i i was actually thinking about baseball one of the guys that i always really looked up to again canadian larry walker um just just the ultimate professional i was thinking about what is it about larry walker that that was so amazing and it was just like the professionalism and just you know coming through the steroid era without a, a single sort of whisper about him and, and the numbers he put up consistently. And I, I know they get a little bit, um, I don't know if there's a black mark on them because of playing at Coors Field all those years, but just how reliable and consistent and professional he was every day. I think if ever, if all of us were like that in our day jobs, we'd be, uh, we'd be pretty effective. So those are a couple people that come to mind. Did you ever get a chance to meet any of the guys that you looked up to besides the guys that you worked with? Uh, no, you know what? I never actually have. I've never, you know, they, they have that saying, you never want to meet your, your childhood idols or, <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if I subscribe to that. Um, it's funny. I'd, I'd love to meet a lot of people and, and those two would be right at the top of the list. I think from a business and executive perspective, the more I kind of look into it too, I think Masai Ujiri with the Toronto Raptors is someone yeah, I'd love to yeah. meet and pick his brain. Like he's up to some really cool stuff with, uh, with what he's doing. You know, it's funny you said that because um, a friend of mine, I've been fortunate enough to know a lot of former athletes, and I've had him on our show. And I, I know he liked a couple of us. Would you like to meet this guy? Would you like, nah, it's okay. Why not? Nah, and I know the reason why is because you're afraid to get disappointed. And I, I understand that. I really do. But having said that, <clears throat> I've been fortunate enough to, to meet some guys that I really looked up to growing up. And they were even 10 times better than I thought they were. were. So it, it could work both ways. But I, I definitely understand uh, where, where you're coming from. But on that note, uh, Seth, we're going to take a quick commercial break to hear from our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, 
Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar at 502 Cabot Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call Dom at 412-372-3667. And criminal defense attorney Eric Jackson Laurie with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412-963-9308. And my book is out, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, <clears throat> How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office. It's on sale now on my website, ClaudioRelsano.com. Amazon.com, JohnMelvinPublishing.com, and BarnesNoble.com. You can also pick it up at the Barnes Noble and Robinson Township. Uh, you can pick up at those areas. And real quick, you know, I always talk about our sponsors. Uh, these guys are not only great at what they do, great doctors, great cooks, and great attorneys, but they're great people. And, and I really uh, hope that you do not just hear me say their names and their phone numbers and hear the commercials. I really do hope, hopefully you don't need Eric, an attorney, but if you do, he's definitely the guy to go to. They're great people. And I have to say uh, happy birthday to his wife, Camille. They had a surprise birthday party for her this past Saturday, which was a great event. A lot of uh, friends and uh, family. It was, uh, and I was uh, honored to be one of the people invited me and my wife. So again, happy birthday to Camille. And we're right back with Seth Anderson. Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's. The hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need him for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout Western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Okay, Seth, you know, uh, we talked about some of the people that have been on the show, and, and, you know, everybody has had to overcome obstacles in their life. And I'm always curious as to not only, you know, what, Obviously, everybody, as I said, had to overcome them, but how they overcome, uh, overcame those obstacles. Talk about, if you will, if you'd like to, some of the obstacles that you've had to overcome and um, how did you overcome them? Yeah, I, I would say I've been on a, on a personal wellness jersey, jersey journey this, this last couple of years, Claudio. Um, and, it, and it really... I've been very fortunate in my life. I've I've been blessed with a healthy family. I've got two amazing young kids. I've I've been surrounded by a lot of great mentors and great people. Um, but you know, somewhere along the line, I, I you know I probably could trace it back to you know your childhood as as we all could. Um, didn't always have the the best situation growing up, and I know my parents did the best they could with what they had. But 
you know, it was uh, it was a big family, not a lot of money coming in, and 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 sort of a secluded upbringing, and and we definitely had some challenges. And I think coming out of that, you know, in my early 20s, um, my stepdad died in an in an accident um, very suddenly at, at work, and oh, and that definitely, you know, like I said, there was five of us, and I was the oldest at 21 when that happened, and I think my sisters were 13, so that that left a pretty big hole for all of us, and. Uh, uh, you know, didn't necessarily make the best choices on the other side of that, you know, being a young man and, and just starting to kind of figure out who I was in the world. And, and that happens. And, you know, so went through a few years, went through, went through some, uh, some challenges for sure. And I think that, you know, those habits that I picked up at that time and, and some of the maybe uh, residual trauma or, or effects that maybe I didn't deal with, or, you know, kind of suppress it and, and just move forward it all kind of ended up coming out, I would say, um, just a couple of years ago where, you know, I'd had a lot of success in my life professionally. I talked about sort of the hockey side of things and, and, you know, we did some great things there, but also professionally, you know, I went from, from an entry level, you know, team member role and and worked my way up into a director role. Um, you know, so sort of four pretty big career progressive moves in, in, in like five years. So sort of, unprecedented how quickly I moved um, and, and checked a lot of boxes, had a nice house, healthy family, great job, everything, you know, outside in looked really great, but um, I was not taking care of myself. I was not taking care of myself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, any of those things. Uh, I was really, I was really in uh, you know, one day I, I just kind of looked in the mirror and it was August of 2018, I think. And, I was 310 pounds and uh, my son and my son had asked me like, dad, why are you so fat? And I was like, man, um, I was out of excuses, I guess, if that makes sense. Like I, I didn't have an answer. I didn't have anywhere else to turn. I didn't, I, you know, I, I was just out of excuses and, you know, I went to a doctor and, and he was, you know, he was pretty gentle about it. <laughs> he was like, yeah, maybe, maybe try going for a walk once in a while and uh you know he set a pretty low bar and uh but you know he kind of gave a caution that you know everything is okay like you're not i don't need to admit you to the hospital right now or anything but if you don't make some changes you know you're 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 gonna be in trouble um and and i think at the time i was about 32 33 that kind of age range and uh so i got serious about my health and and it's been a journey Claudia, let me tell you. Um, and, you know, it started, I started just getting better habits, better people in my life, surrounding myself with, with others who, you know, are ambitious and have goals. And, and it, it, you know, that was, that was majorly helpful. And, and just really went on a journey to figure out who I was. Um, because I, you know, as much as, you know, I'm looking in the mirror and this person's staring back at me and I don't even, I don't even know who this person is. So it's really been about like, figuring out who I am and what I want and, and creating a space and, 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 and leading by example. And, you know, that's another thing you could draw back to sports. I think the best leaders or, or business, the best leaders lead by example. And with what I was doing in terms of not taking care of myself and, and not, you know, um, yeah, I don't know how to say it, not taking care of myself. I don't, I couldn't be the best role model for my kids. And to me, that was probably the biggest motivator was how can I expect them or, or help them be any different than I am if, if I'm not willing to put in work. 
Sure. And so that, that's the journey I've been on. And, and I'm happy to say, you know, in the last two and a half years, I've, I've lost about 90 pounds. So, you know, wow. that was, that was quite a thing. Um, I, you know, but bigger than that has been the, the, the shift in my, my mental health, my mind, my mindset, you know, sort of rewiring my brain from being sort of a victim mentality, negative pessimist, right? Like you have a lot of bad things happen to you in your life or you perceive them to be bad and that gets ingrained in you. And, and I've really been conscious of, you know, changing that and, and trying to find the positives and things and trying to find, you know, take a negative and, and make it into a positive and, and be an optimist and, and look for the opportunity in things. And, and hopefully uh, as I do that and as I, you know, improve and grow myself, I can become a better father and, and husband and, and mentor and leader. And, and that's really what this is all about for me is to, to be the best uh, leader that I can be for my family, for those that I work with and, and for anyone who's, who's looking for someone else to believe in them. Uh, you know, it's a lot, e- it's a lot more effective and genuine for, for me to offer that kind of support when I come from a place where, you know, I've been willing to put in the work and, and, and I can speak from experience. So that's, that's really what this, uh, this last couple of years has been for me. Uh, that's a great story, and I appreciate you sharing that. And something that popped into my head is something, again, that I've the fans of the show will have heard me say this before. Fran Targington, the Hall of Fame quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings, used to say that a lot of people talk about things or they'll, they'll try to teach other people about how to run a business or how to live their lives or how to be a leader, but they never actually had their hands in the soil. They never actually did it. They talk about overcoming things, but they never really had to overcome anything. What you, that's what hit me when you were talking, you're, you're talking about leadership and, and you're talking about motivation and doing things like that, but you've actually had to do it. You've actually had to, as I said, put your hands in the soil. And, uh, I think when people hear your story and hear you speak, they don't have to cock their heads and say, well, is he, is this something that he studied or is this something that he lived? You know, and, and you definitely have have lived it, are living it and are able to speak from it from an expert's point of view. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And it's uh, it's not over. <laughs> no, you know, it, it never is. It never is. Yeah, it never and is. I, I certainly don't know everything. But, you know, like I said, I, I do love I, I do love leading. I, I love building. I love you know, it's interesting. I did an exercise a, a couple of weeks ago and, and part of it was, you know, who are your mentors? Who are, who are, who are like eight people in, that have made a profound impact on your life? And, you know, that obviously gets anyone into a pretty reflective state when you start to think about, you know, how you got to where you are and, and who impacted it. And as I started writing names down, you know, the, the common thread between all of them was that they believed in me. And, you know, I'd never necessarily kind of taken a step back and thought of how powerful that is right like if, if somebody believes in you and, and they show you that and they give you you know that token of appreciation or you know give you that runway to to go do something that you're passionate about that's that's such a such an amazing gift and I, and I think that's what I'm trying to apply to my life right now you know whatever context it is just giving believing in someone and supporting someone and listening to someone um is, is, is such a lost art, I guess, right? A lot of people want the quick fix. They want the, you know, the 30 day diet to lose a hundred pounds or they, right. they want the, how many Instagram followers to make your business, like all that stuff, which is fine. I'm not going to 
slight any of that, but often it's just someone listening to you and, and, and supporting you and believing in you that can make all the difference if you, if you want to make that next step in your life. Uh, my parents, I talk about my parents all the time, and uh, I have a little plaque at the cemetery that says that my parents gave me something. Uh, the, the biggest gift my parents ever gave me was the gift of believing in me. And um, I know for, there's an, another old saying that I talk about all the time, and forgive me fans of the show who've heard me say this 3,000 times, <clears throat> but uh, I said if you ever see a turtle on top of a fence post, you know he didn't get there alone. And uh, you know, it wasn't for my parents believing in me because a lot of people, some people maybe didn't believe in me and some people didn't want to believe in me, if you know what I mean. But, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's definitely a powerful thing for sure. Now, uh, you mentioned some you kind of touched on some things that you've done, but not really. I mean, you've done a lot of different uh, work and, and I give you credit for that. Uh, tell me some of the things that you did do work wise. Work-wise in terms of uh, changing things around? Or well, you did you, an actual labor. I mean, snow removal, welder's helper, so on and so forth that you list on your website. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, no, I know people know I've done the same things. Yeah, no, I've, you know, I have very humble beginnings. Uh, my first my first job was at McDonald's, you know, slinging fries and burgers. Um, uh, but from there, you know, out of high school, I, I did a lot of uh, a lot of labor jobs. I mean, I didn't really know what else to do. Um, I worked in a newspaper press, welder's helper, sprinkler fitter, ran heavy equipment. I spent uh, three months on a diamond drill on top of a mountain in the Yukon. Um, a lot of oil field type stuff, just being in Western Canada. And and I never got a degree. I went to uh, I went to Grand McEwen College and University for six months and I took some general studies. I've, I've never been a big classroom guy, um, you know, just sitting there and, and, and tests and it's just not my vibe. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I, know um, what you mean. I, I never ever planned on a corporate career. You know, when I, when I got to uh, into the telecommunications industry, I didn't even know what a manager or director or any of that kind of stuff was. Um, but I, I've just kind of learned along the way and, you know, there's so many, I guess what I like about, you know, learning now, and I would say I'm a lifelong learner is there's so many tools at our fingertips um, that can be used to, to learn. So, you know, I, I've, I've gravitated towards things, you know, recently like masterclass and, and, you know, just videos and, and, you know, if there's a topic I'm interested in, there's so many resources that are available to you to learn. And I think one of the things that I've been most self-conscious about in my, in my corporate career for sure is not having a degree, not having an MBA, not having any of these, you know, letters behind my name, but I'll tell you, I got a lot of experience and, and there's nothing that I'm not willing to learn if that makes sense. So sure. that that's been my approach and, and I've been successful. You know, that said, I think, um, you know, one of the things I'd like to do is, is, is maybe get a little bit more formalized learning under my belt and, you know, take away some of the reasons not to hire me for certain roles. But at the same time, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable in my own skin at this time. And, and I feel like, you know, I, I could, I could solve any problem if, uh, you know, given, uh, given the time and space to do so. You know, there was, uh, before we go to our next commercial break, there was a lady, my dad had a landscaping business, but he used to work in the steel mills for about 30 some odd years. And there was a lady who was basically a professional student, very nice lady. 
and she was much younger than my dad, but they were discussing why the steel mills closed in this area of Pennsylvania in the 70s. So she told my dad's name was Olindo. She said, Olindo, they closed because of this. My dad said, no, Mrs. Smith, they closed because of that. And she said, no, no, Lindo, they closed because of A, B, and C. And my dad responded, no, Mrs. Smith, they closed because of one, two, and three. You know, he was give, she was giving her side, he was giving his side. Then I'll never forget as long as I live. She said, Lindo, I studied it. And my dad said, Mrs. Smith, I lived it. You know, so he actually, he actually went through it. So he knew what it was like. So you can study things all you want. As I said, Fran Tarkenton said, and as my dad said, you have to have your hands in the soil and you're definitely having your hands in the soil. But we're going to take a quick commercial break. And on the other end, we'll talk about your podcast and what you're doing now. We'd like to hear from our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar at 502 Cabot Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call Dom at 412-372-3667 and criminal defense attorney Eric jackson Lori with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412-963-9308 and my book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office is available now at my website, ClaudioRosan.com, John Melvin publishing.com barnes and noble online and in robinson township stores and amazon.com we'll be right back with seth anderson dr roscoe i've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts like he can't understand what i'm saying it's not just a hearing problem Jolie. it is a health problem even with a mild hearing loss our risk of dementia doubles with age so let's improve dad's hearing and his health let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding laughter and happy memories serving the dubois area for over 20 years the roscoe hearing care center in dubois punksy and st mary's the hearing solutions you've been looking for Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Okay, Seth, we were connected by a mutual friend, Alan Wozni, who keeps getting on me every single email that he sends out. Seth, he mentions the fact that I'm not on Instagram or on LinkedIn, and he teases me saying that I still use a fax machine and uh, Morse code. But I, I'm, I'm always on, I'm on Twitter and Facebook. That's not good. I got to I got to get on uh, Instagram and I got to do some other things so he can uh, get off me. But I appreciate Alan. He's a great guy and he's always looking to help people. So, uh, Alan, thank you for connection, uh, connecting uh, Seth and I together. But um, tell us a little bit about your podcast, the Biz Dojo. Uh, first, why did you start it? And tell us a little bit about it and, and uh, some of the guests you've had or, or just fill us in, paint a picture of it. 
Yeah, no, for sure. And it, it, uh, I actually reached out to Alan on, on LinkedIn just to get some tips from him on, on podcasting because I'm, I'm relatively new to it and, and he's been an amazing uh, support along the way. So, uh, But yeah, the Biz Dojo, I would call it a passion project. Um, you know, through COVID, uh, again, just looking for something to sort of fill the evenings other than sort of watch TV and, and something a little bit different. And if I, if I go back uh, again, and I'll just touch on it briefly, one of the things that I wanted to do uh, coming out of high school was to get into radio. And I, I briefly uh, worked at a radio station until I found out that they didn't really make any money and uh, pivoted right. to, the, to the trades. But um, I've always had a passion for, for, I don't know, presentation and, and talking about things. And, and you know, I've had some great conversations and happened to know some really interesting people that are in the entrepreneurial space leaders, people that are doing their own thing. And, and sort of the thought was, Hey, let's, uh, let's create a podcast. And with my friend JP, you know, he had, he has quite an extensive radio background, which was very helpful. And we just wanted to create a, a space for entrepreneurs and leaders to come and share their stories. Um, again, you know, sort of somewhat selfishly, uh, we have, we have this network of all these great people and are sort of sharing these stories. And it's like, wouldn't it be cool if we we brought them, you know, onto our show and, and could provide a platform for them to, to share uh, not only their story, but sort of how they got to where they are. Sure. You know, sort of, I guess, similar to what we've kind of done here. But um, and, and that was really the genesis of it. And we didn't put a lot of thought into um, it needs to make money and it needs to be this and it needs to be that. It was just like, let's get a couple of mics and, and start recording and see what happens. And, you know, it's been it's been amazing. I, I don't know how else to, to term it. It's been, it's been more than what I ever expected. Uh, we've had, uh, yeah, we're on, we're, we're doing a, a season approach. So we did a first season with 10 episodes and we largely started with friends and family, but you know, those, those folks that I was talking about who were doing cool things. So like our first guest was my cousin, um, who's a master electrician and, and, you know, has his own company and, just kind of learned about his journey and, you know, how he kind of got that going and, and became a master electrician, which, you know, is uh, impressive in its own right. But then to take that and build a business was, was pretty cool. And, and, and I think what's been some of the magic about our show is we've had a, a great diversity of guests and not just um, in terms of gender and, and background, we, we've had that for sure. But I think with diversity it comes with uh, different thoughts thought leaders and, and experiences. And so we've had everything from uh, a friend of mine who runs a tarot card coaching company, executive coaches, uh, people involved in hockey. Uh, we had Val Sweetney on in the first season, and she actually just won the Scotties Tournament of Hearts, which is the national curling championship uh, for Canada. Um, so some elite athletes in, in terms of the, the here and now. And, and so I would say the first season we, we cobbled together um, guests that were sort of local to the Calgary area. And, and again, with a theme of entrepreneur, entrepreneurism and, and leadership and the common thread that we found through those guests was, was really around passion, right? Like if you're passionate about what you're doing, whatever that is, you're going to have some level of success. And, and the other interesting thing has been, you know, what is success? You know, everybody sort of, defines that differently. So you, you get a bit of a different read for some people. It's monetary for some people. It's uh, just the fulfillment or helping others. And, and so that's been a lot of fun. And we've just built off that with season two. And, and I would say season two, we've, we've expanded uh, beyond sort of the, the, the regional area. And, and we've had guests from all across Canada, 
Um, we actually did an interview today uh, with a gentleman, Walter Vandervelt, um, who has one of the best TED Talks I've seen about the future of work and in particular what skills people are going to need. So I don't know, if, Claudio, if you, if you watch uh, TED Talk videos too often. But I'll, yes, yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll share this one with you. But what I loved about this video is it gives a framework to, you know, what are the skills that people are going to need in the future, you know, digital economy and, and just really gives you some things to think about. And, and he's actually from Brussels, Germany, or not Germany, Brussels, Belgium. Um, so we've, we've gone international now in terms of, uh, of guests and, and we're just on the lookout for great leaders, entrepreneurs, people with a, with a story to tell. And, and hopefully what we can do with the platform is just inspire other people uh, to, you know, take that next step in starting a business or, you know, get some get some extra tools for their leadership tool belt, and and you know ultimately, um, you know, inspire both ways, right? And and uh, and and have some fun while we're doing it. Sure. So that that's really what the Biz Dojo is all about. Well, like I said, I've listened to some shows and I, I enjoy it, and you do a great job with it, and I know it's only going to get better. Um, where can people listen to the show? Yeah, so we're on all the major platforms: Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, iHeartRadio, all those places, as well as the www.thebizdojo.com. And on there, you'll find biographies about JP and myself. We've done a few blogs. Uh, All of our episodes are uploaded there. And uh, yeah, we're just going to, the plan is to do at least two more seasons this year. So uh, we'll be closing in on 50 episodes by the end of the year. And and we've got some really great stuff planned, uh, planned going forward. Great, great. Now, uh, we're going to take another quick commercial break to hear from our sponsors, and we'll come back with the Eric Jackson Lurie Lightning Round. Right back with our guest, Seth Anderson. Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad, and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's, the hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Okay, Seth, uh, we are going to have something that we call the Eric Jackson-Lurie Lightning Round. I'll ask you a few quick questions, quick answers. Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412-963-9308. Favorite book? Favorite book? Oh, wow. 
I've been reading so many books lately. Um, one that I just read that I really enjoyed, I don't know if it's my favorite one, but one that I, I really enjoyed was actually Nick Nurse uh, from the Toronto Raptors uh, head coach. Yeah. Uh, his book that, uh, that he just put out, I, I really enjoyed that. Great read. Favorite athlete of all time? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Steve Nash. Okay. Dream guest that you'd like to have on your show besides me? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, you're right up there. Claudia. That's pretty up there. Right? Uh, I would say my dream guest would be Masai Ujiri. Okay. If you have one, favorite quote? If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. I like that. That's one of mine, too. I have it on my wall. I like that a lot. Seth, I really enjoyed this. Uh, you did a great job. Very interesting, very, very inspiring uh, story. And it shows people that if they do want to do something in life, they just you have to overcome some things, but you have to go after it. You have to work hard. And uh, I really appreciate you taking time. Uh, I know I enjoyed it. Hopefully you enjoyed being on the show as well. Thanks so much for having me. This is uh, the first time I've been on the other side of the of the mic being interviewed. And uh, <laughs> I had a blast. Thanks so much. Good, good. Great job. Well, I appreciate you being on. Thank you. Okay, everybody. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Like I said, I certainly did. Uh, as always, want to thank our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, criminal defense attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie. Uh, and as always, thank you, Rick Mitchell and Adam Zalouf, my fantastic producer. Don't forget about my book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office. I've gotten some very nice emails from people who bought it. I really appreciate it. And I've gotten some nice emails about the show and uh, continue to send those emails and questions because I will have another episode where I talk about, uh, I answer a lot of those questions. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, don't forget to go back to our catalog, great catalog of shows. I believe today is our 111th show, but you can go back to listen to some great guests like uh, Smoking Jim Frazier, Luther Dupree, Mario Andretti a couple weeks ago, Don Lalonde, former boxing champion, Roman Gabriel, NFL legend, Jerry Cooney, boxing legend, Ken Griffey Sr., a uh, bunch of great guys, and some friends and, and I talking uh, sports. Those are always fun. So uh, as always, continue to listen to the show, subscribe to the show, and uh, thank you, Mom and Pop. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to the Claudio Rosano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Be sure to tune in next time on ClaudioRosano.com. talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts like he can't understand what i'm saying it's not just a hearing problem jolie it is a health problem even with a mild hearing loss our risk of dementia doubles with age so let's improve dad's hearing and his health let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding laughter and happy memories serving the dubois area for over 20 years the roscoe hearing care center in dubois punksy and st mary's the hearing solutions you've been looking for call us for an appointment today 814-375-0455 
law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. 